Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Indeed, it's my great joy and privilege to be here with the word of God. And I greet you all in the sweetest name of our Lord Jesus Christ. What a great God we serve. He is so gracious. He is so glorious. And she, he is in our midst this morning. How many of you believe that the Lord is here? If he is in our presence, it's an awesome moment. It's a glorious moment. If he is here, surely he will do something. Wherever he went, miracles took place. Healings took place. Peace was given to people. So let us be in the presence of the Lord with a great expectation. This morning I like to call your attention to one of the famous scripture portion which is found in the gospel of St. John. Chapter 20. And we are going to read verse 19 through 26. Who will help me to read that portion? John is just after Luke and just before Acts of the Apostles. Come on. It is very slow. Who can We all are familiar with the background of that story. Our beloved Jesus was crucified on the cross of Calvary for our sake. And he was buried in the tomb of Joseph. And on the third day morning, he defeated death. He overcame death and came out victoriously. And that evening something great took place. For the last three and a half years in the life of his disciples they have seen so many miracles. They saw their Lord walking on the water. They saw their Lord by the command of his word stilling the tempest. They saw Jesus multiplying five loaves and two fishes and distributing to 
5000 people by just a touch he healed the leper by his word he called out the man who was dead decayed in the sepulcher just said lazarus come forth he came so there so so many miracles in their life but the greatest miracle that they could not comprehend took place that evening the doors were closed they were so afraid they were dejected they were rejected and they were so sad in their life their dreams were dashed their hopes were gone hopeless situation they were so afraid of the jewish community they were so afraid of the roman power they closed the door behind them and sitting because a bad news was spreading and it spread all over do you know what was the bad news when the soldiers those who were guarding the sepulcher of jesus they came and reported to the jewish authority saying while we were sleeping someone came and broke the imperial seal of the roman government and stole the body of jesus do you know what it means they are going to be crucified just like their master on crosses they were afraid they were so afraid but thank god while they were sitting there if there was a little sound of a foot peter was someone came stood in their midst and said peace be unto you hallelujah hallelujah that changed the situation hallelujah but unfortunately thomas was not there so he lost so many things but our god is a god of second chance the next week on the first day of the week again jesus came that time also they were behind the closed doors but when he came he came and stood in the mist twice in that paragraph we read jesus came twice and both time he took the central place he stood in the midst of them you study the old testament you study the new testament you study the history you can find out one truth 
whenever jesus comes he always occupies the central place the central place is the most high place the central place is the most authoritative place that's the preeminent place that's the place which is so important do you know what is the speciality of today this moment jesus is in our midst if two or three will gather together in my name i will be in their midst he is here he is here look at the history the history is divided into two history is his story history is his story and he divided history into two part bc and ad before christ came into this world this world was sitting in darkness but when jesus came oh great light was spread all over and the light came and people began to be changed bc then comes the ad anno dominio the year of my lord hallelujah we too have two part of our history before christ came into our life after he became the lord of our life bc and ad what a great change great change since i was born jabse pyara yeshu aaya mere jeevan badal gaya hallelujah yeshu ennullathil vanna naalil endu maatham vannu ennil hallelujah paul the apostle in the second chapter of ephesians makes it very clear about the difference if you will read the chapter you can see a phrase again and again and again do you know what is that phrase then and now then and now second chapter come to the second chapter there you can see that paul explains the change we were dead in sin and trespasses but god who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us even when we were dead in trespasses made us alive together with christ by grace you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly place with christ therefore remember that you once gentiles are called uncircumcision at that time 
you were without christ being early and from the commonwealth of israel and strangers from the covenants of promise having no hope no and without god in the world but now but now we are no more strangers we are no more aliens we are the people of god we are the children of god we are with god we are equal partners with christ hallelujah we share his life we share his position we share his ministry we share his sufferings and we are sharing his glory we are having fellowship with him always we taste and see that the lord is good hallelujah what a change yes he occupies the center of history then come to the life in the gospel he was incarnated the god the mystery of godliness god manifested in the flesh he took our form to redeem us to be our substitute so that he can die in our place and we may be redeemed from the darkness from the clutches of sin thank god he was incarnated no while he was 12 years old he went to the temple asked the customs for the bar mitzvah ceremony if a boy jewish boy celebrate the 12th birthday he has to go to the temple and the priest will hand over the law to his hand and from that day onwards is no more a kid is no more a kid he is responsible to obey each and every commandment of the lord that is called bar mitzvah ceremony at the age of 12 he came to the church temple but his parents lost him they went away only after few days they understood that so they came back searching christ where is he he is not standing with the people those who are praying or selling peanuts they could not see with the kids jesus they went, went inside and they behold he is occupying the central priest of the religious leaders and the doctors of the law arguing with them he is in the midst of the religious leaders he is in the midst of the doctors of the law there is no one greater than the lord he is the truth he is the life he is the way there is no other way there is no one else like my lord there is none like jesus come look at that cross where is he he is occupying the center 
of that mountain in the midst of that transgressions in the midst of that transgressions hallelujah in the midst bearing our reproach bearing our penalty christ died for us on the middle cross suffering in the midst of the suffering again come to the book of revelation john saw him the glorious appearance of jesus when john saw that he fell down like a dead man but the lord touched him he stood up then the lord said fear not i am the beginning on the end i am the alpha and the omega yes it is true that i was dead but i am alive forever behold the keys of hell and death is in my hand and john saw him in the midst of the seven candlesticks holding the seven stars in his hands glory then come fourth chapter you come four and fifth chapter of revelation he is in the midst of the throne of heaven in the heavenly throne he is standing as the slain lamp but he got seven horns and he got seven spirits oh yes he is the omnipotent god he is the omniscient god he is the omnipresent god and occupying in the center of the heavenly throne and breaking the seals even today he is in our midst to break all the seals to break all chains hallelujah the miracle working god the way maker who will break all the chains hallelujah hallelujah what i am saying he occupies the central place he occupies the middle place but my question where is christ in your life there is no question you all you have already given a place for jesus otherwise you will not be here sunday afternoon how many things for young people have to enjoy you are here because you have given a prominent place for the lord i have no question about it but my question is where where it is dl moni who said imagine your life as a 18 room building every room has special keys and you were convinced that the lord is the lord so you are coming to the lord with that keys except one key for your whole freedom you put one key in your pocket 
and submitting seven, 17 keys to the Lord and pleading, Lord, here I am. All authority belongs to you. I know the kingdom belongs to you. I know the glory belongs to you. I know the power belongs to you. So I am here to give you the keys of my life except one. D.L. Modi said it. No, he will not accept it. He will not accept it. Why? Why? Why he will not accept it? He must be the Lord of all. Otherwise, he will not be Lord at all. Do you hear me? He must be the Lord of all. Otherwise, he will not be Lord at all. That's why the real true believer come in his presence, kneeling down and crying out, I surrender all. I surrender all. All to thee, blessed Savior, I surrender all. This morning, I'm calling for a complete, a perfect, unreserved surrender. He is worthy of it. He is worthy for that. Who else can hold your life? Who else can be at the center of your life? He is the one who died for you. He is the one who called you onto the fellowship of his son Jesus Christ to be an equal partner with Christ. It belongs to him. But let me tell you, if you are willing to surrender perfectly, completely, unreservedly your life will be different. Do you know what will be the consequence? Hallelujah. Whenever Jesus come and occupy the central, the preeminent, the most uh, glorious place, situation will change. First thing, the first thing Jesus attained to the disciple. Peace be unto you. What else they want? What else they desire? They were so afraid. They were so afraid. They lost everything. They lost hope. All their dreams were dashed. They were afraid of the Jewish community. They were afraid of the Roman government. But here, Jesus says, peace, peace. That's the most desirable thing for them. The world is craving for peace. The world is craving for peace. 
who can give you peace no jesus previously said to them my peace i give unto you the world cannot take it away the world cannot give the peace that passeth all understanding do you know the rich people of this world even though they have so much wealth they cannot sleep they are so much worried hallelujah you know the most powerful political leaders they are not sleeping they want to cry some more power they are screaming out they cannot sleep but you a child of god you you are enjoying peace that the world cannot understand they are amazed how these people can be so peaceful do you know the secret of the peace that you enjoy after saying that he showed his hands and told them behold my side his hands were nail printed his side was pierced with spear when he created the whole world there was no no mark of that nail print when he took the little child in his hand and blessed there was no wound in his hand but when he said peace be unto you there was a wound do you know what that wound says the chastisement of our peace was upon him the chastisement of our peace was upon him for our iniquity he was wounded for our transgression he was bruised who else can how that authority to control your life number 2 the time is very limited let me i have to close let me say the second consequence when the disciples saw him they were glad listen me the disciples were so glad when they saw the lord in their midst if jesus will come and occupy the central place of your life your life will be joyful your life will be joyful hallelujah you got every reason to be glad let the devil be mad okay you got every reason to be glad let the devil be mad hallelujah do you know why the devil is so mad i'll tell you he was the leader of the heavenly choir but he lost his song he lost his song he got a migraine headache pastor venities oh when they were celebrating opening the champagne box and uh, you know when jesus uttered it is finished and the devil misunderstood he thought his story is over no it was not that when he said it is finished he meant paid it all 
throne was empty because of that. The death of the king Uzziah. Isaiah was so frustrated because the king Uzziah was his first cousin. And he was the supporter of his ministry. So he, has, he had no fear to point out his finger to the priests, the pro prophets, and to the sinners. Woe, woe unto you. But he died. But thank God, he went to the temple. And there, he saw a vision. Someone seated on a throne. High and lifted up. His glory filled the whole earth. Hallelujah. When he saw Jesus God in the throne. And he stood, understood his life. And he cried, woe unto me. And when he confessed his sin. An angel came from heaven with a call and touched his and he was cleansed for a new message. And you know, before the birth of Jesus, 700 years back, he became the, the, the prophet of the gospel. He became the evangelist of the Old Testament. He narrated the whole story of Jesus in prophetical words. And he became so powerful, the prince of preaching, the prince of prophets, the prophet of Christ. Hallelujah. Do you want to be useful? Let yourself die and let Jesus be enthroned. Let him be enthroned. Let him take the central place in your life, then you will be useful in the hand of the Lord. But you may have a question. How this weak man can be useful? Next thing. Then Jesus came and breathed on him and said, receive the power. Receive the spirit moment the coward of Calvary became the hero of Pentecost that word was the moment hallelujah the dejected rejected hallelujah disciples became strong they were became the men those who turned the world upside down what was the secret the power of Pentecost. But if you want to see a powerful Christian life, you have to go back to John 7 and the last two words. On the great day of the feast, the last day, Jesus stood and cried out, All ye that are thirsty, come and drink. Hallelujah. And from the belly of them that believe, rivers of living water will flow out. What a powerful life.
but there is a parenthetical sentence and do, do you know what that word is because jesus was not glorified yet the holy spirit was not yet given if you have not yet experienced your pentecost there is only one only one secret and do you know that you may be singing you may be worshiping you may be believing all your dogmas but the holy spirit is not given you are attending in the pentecostal church for a long time but you are not filled with the holy spirit only one secret jesus is not yet glorified in your life if you will allow jesus to be glorified in your life in order to do that your self must be dead you must allow your self to be dead so christ can occupy the throne and when christ occupy your throne you will your life will be peaceful your life will be joyful your life will be useful and above all your life will be powerful may the dear lord bless you with this words